The following Pulpery podcast is brought to you by The Goddamn Sauce. Go to thegdsauce.com for details to order all the sauces to replace your ordinary condiments. Welcome to the Pulpery Nerdcast with Brock and Ben. This podcast is where we discuss the nerd culture headlines that intrigue us and those minor details that enrage us. Thrawn yeah. is a little terrifying. Let's just get to the meat and potatoes. Of yeah, it, I'm right? not going to tap, tap dance around this shit. <laughs> um, he, uh, spoiler alert, although the entire series has been, let's get to Thrawn. Yeah. Um, no, the big question has been who plays Thrawn. Right, because we all, that's what I'm saying, we all knew it yeah. was going there. Um, even with all the other side quests that they do. Yeah, he was kind of terrifying. Yeah. I think it was weird because of the voice. And and like I didn't realize that it was the same person who does the voice. Yeah, who did it in uh Rebels and Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Yeah. yeah. I think that may have thrown me off. Just like, wait a minute, that guy's spot on with that voice. What what is it? So it was a little weird. Well, and that um I mean, this has nothing to do with how uh Lars Mickelson plays it, but he's a I mean the the fun part is even the, I mean they don't the voices don't share a scene together but then you got David Tennant doing the android but oh yeah who also mastered and Jessica Jones doing the calm like the calm tone villain oh yeah never raising their voice voice but it's just that like oh so now you can go and kill him like ooh those yeah should have a German exit with that. Well, and as you pointed out, like that's what that's what made Heath Ledger so brilliant. Yeah. In Dark Knight, which was like other than one or two scenes where he raised his voice, it was mainly just that like right licking his lips. <laughs> he said it was because of all the makeup and stuff that he he had con- constant cotton mouth. Yeah. I mean, now we know why, but. Rest in peace, man. God, I love you. Yeah. Well, I mean, anybody with a long mustache knows what that's like, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop chewing on it. I can't. So, um. <laughs> but back to Thrawn, yes. I, I like. Yeah, he was impressive. It is Captain of the Guard. That shit was freaky, too. Yeah, and like everything else, pale. like I don't remember the part right before we met him. Well, they get up to where so they bring in the the witches. Yep. That I don't know if are again. I watched the see, I animated didn't. series a lot. You know, I did bits and pieces That's here. Hit me, same thing. So I remember the witches from the video game. So yes, and uh, so it's it's cool to see them in, in live action, and they look exactly the Just same as be- the video game animation. Yes. Did. Um, but yeah, they're 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 on that mountaintop, and he lands the beat up, not Death Star or Imperial Star Cruiser. Oh yeah, that's on right. On top of them. Yes. It's yes. a fucking hell of an entrance. Right. Like here are my bitches, witches, and now I'm gonna mic drop this <laughs> badass giant. 
I Star Destroyer. I can't put that in the title of the show, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's got a bad word. But they are bitches witches. Um, right. So now he didn't get... What were they looking for? See, I'm, I'm getting confused now because I want to say a map, but that could have been in the well, game they, that I'm playing. Now, now they have to figure out how to get him back to the Prime Galaxy. And then on top of that, it was Ray Stevenson's... I, I, I don't know if he's... He's not a Sith Lord. No, that's what I couldn't figure out. But he, he's Jedi sensitive, which apparently is... A, we talked about that last week. Well, like, he's a trained a th- Jedi. It's a thing now. But he's... And, and he keeps making these soliloquies about uh, what what he wants to happen. But it's still so... I mean, and even in this one, his his Padawan is like, the fuck are you talking yeah, about? She had a lot of those looks. <laughs> yeah. She didn't really say much through right. the whole thing. She's a little anxious, we'll yeah. say. But yeah, she's like, what the fuck are you talking? So is he turning face? Um, I don't know. I mean, good good guy. Sorry. Or we we might be finally getting our first gray Jedi, like the ones that ride the middle, that feed into the dark side and the and the good side. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and there's, there's a time traveling dude in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, his name's Cable. <laughs> he does that exactly. Yeah. So the which I mean it, that was rumored to be coming out in the Obi Wan series, but what, we, the, we never the gray. Yeah, a gray jet, which is um, he would be perfect in that role, right? Because he's so fucking serious, but he's not going to put up with any evil bullshit just for the sake of evil bullshit. Well, and like and. Quick aside on that, uh, unfortunately, Ray Stevenson, rest in peace. Yes. Um, but I saw somewhere somebody had a brilliant casting for that where it wouldn't be that unbelievable. It was the Did guy you, who I thought Lee it was. Lee Schreiber. No, there's another one. Somebody said bring in Lee Schreiber to play that character, and he can almost, his voice almost sounds the same, except he just had to put on like a little bit of a British accent. McTavish. You, oh um, yeah, Graham McTavish. Yes. Yeah. He he. That'd work too. He would he would be. He's lower scale. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he would be. Yeah. That guy. So, but yeah, and that that was that part where they let the, and this this we haven't talked about, and this I don't remember from the bits and pieces of the animated series that I've seen. They're really leaning heavy on Mandalorians now. Yes. And they're popping up more. Yeah. I guess because now that they've introduced that it is a I mean it's a race of people at this point, right? Right. Because you're born on Mandalore, you are a Mandalorian. And you could be converted. Right. So or it's a culture, so to speak. So What did I say? Species? That was the dumbest word I've ever <laughs> said in my entire life. Uh, no, you know, you said a race, yeah. Uh, I mean, it could go either way. I mean, like, there's the pure Mandalorians. Right. And then there's, like, Mando, who was converted. He was a foundling. Right. And they converted him. Just like What's-Her-Face was. Right. Uh, how can, I never can remember her name. And she's going to have her own fucking show here pretty soon, I bet. Probably. Anyway, see, that's... But then she goes off and finds her long-lost friend with those weird crab people. Right. Um, I don't know. They sh- they, they've they 
got to. Is Obi Wan Kenobi dead at this point? No, he's still alive. No, he's dead. No, he's dead. Yoda's still alive. Uh, yes. So basically, any Jedi that was alive for oh, a wait. New Hope, yeah, which were none at that point. Oh no, Yoda might be gone now, because this is like when Luke believes he's the only one. Here. Yeah. Oh yeah. This, again, this is post. Again, I'm in the I'm in my games yeah. time frame. Yeah, because or Ahsoka is a kid or a teenager during uh, Order sixty six. Well, yeah, Anakin was her. Yeah, and, and I then, actually went back to that, and you know what? I'm okay. I'm all right. No, I thought that was great. Yeah, Hayden Christensen can annoy, but he did his thing. No, I, I, I got no problems with that guy. No. Particularly when he's not being directed by George Lucas, who cannot direct actors. Maybe that's what it is. Set pieces, set pieces, set pieces, set pieces. I say it all the time. (laughs) Set pieces, set... I watched Temple of Doom randomly this weekend. You know, I could be watching shows or anything, but no, I watched Temple Temple of of fucking Doom. Yeah. Um, Set pieces, set pieces, set pieces, set pieces, set pieces. It's like a fucking... uh, Amusement park. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Um, Futurama's back. What? New season's over with. Well, we didn't really get to talk about it. Uh, Because it's... I tell you what. This is... It's one of the weirder seasons. They have everybody back? Yeah. I mean, every character has come back in some shape or form. In the finale, like, they went super meta. Where... (laughs) They, um, is that like I, I just watched it yesterday, and there was even a point where I was, I was like, wait, what the fuck's happening here? And, um, but they do it where is Christopher Nolan directing this now? What's going well, on? Wait till you hear it. Um, <laughs> okay, so the show starts with they create like a, um, like a Minecraft augmented reality, and and the, like they're just sitting there watching it, and then the show cuts into the actual the, in the Minecraft. Yeah, and it starts off where like they're like block people, but then they eventually like you see what they see, which is they look normal to okay. each other. All right. And then at some point, like this, they keep bouncing back and forth between these two, and then the stories sync up. Like so, they're doing like clips from the the season so far. And it's like they're watching, like, hey, that's weird because we did that like three weeks ago. Oh. And, and then at some point, all of these storylines like sync up and then it jumps out to the main reality. And so the, the premise that you've been like, that they're putting forth at the beginning is actually what you've been watching this season is, was an augmented reality created by the main storyline. That's why things are a little off. That's why, and you're going like, "Holy fuck!" Like they, they thought about that that whole time. time. Yeah, which I mean, they and now the the they've I, done that in it. previous seasons too. Like where where they set something up in like season two and they don't bring it about until like season five. This was, so now they can, and it's in some weird thing that like Bender says. Like and you're like, right now, now they can reference that yeah. in this universe yeah. reference that the augmented reality 
And it's almost as if they knew, like, oh, people are just going to watch this over and over and over and over again, and then they're going to be able to finally pick up. everything <laughs> together. That, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Um, that's great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it would... So are they doing it again? That sounded really dirty. Well, they do have... They are signed up for one more season. So depending on, you know, how much Hulu wants to do, but... Um, well, and again, everything's been pushed back because of the uh, strike. So yeah. who knows how those contracts are going to work, right? Yeah, I mean... We'll talk about that in a second. In, I, I, it's in about like, three minutes. Yeah, I, or, oh man, that would have been a good one to segue into because remember when we first started talking about Futurama coming back, right? they were... Um, one of the main guys, John DiMaggio, who does like he Bender was the one and like eighty out. Other, yeah, because yeah. he was like, I, like you all are paying us too little. Right. Like if I'm doing eighty characters in this show, I need to be paid on scale for that. Not, right. Um, Which again, they just. So, but he was able to hold out, and he got everybody more money. Um, and now they're probably all going to get more money. But yeah. Have you read? The- I did. Yeah, I got through that today. Good for you. Yeah. How many pages was it? Well, I, I didn't read the actual agreement. I read okay. I read what the union got, but again, okay, no, okay, we'll get sorry. To that. So we'll get that. Um, so yeah, it's but that's the, interesting that it that at all. It's you know what it did that conversation just did with that episode exactly. Um, we just came around and it all made sense. But the it's it's the first season, which I mean, it's the eleventh season of Futurama. Total. Yeah, and that it's the first one that they. Uh, instead of trying to like tie, you know, tie off yeah. the whole series, they were like, no, it's like we just tied off this season. Like, so all those things that you thought were weird, we just put a bow on that. Yeah, or because of that. And so, like you said, like they have like Christopher Nolan writing, right? <laughs> like, exactly. Like, oh fuck, we we've been watching. They implanted it in my mind at the so beginning. They so basically what happened was it was Inception. Yeah, and they planted it in your mind. Right, and then they did a tenant, tenant, yeah. Right, and did everything in reverse. Right, and and some of the episodes were shot like Dunkirk, where you're watching things out of time context. There you go, Christopher Nolan. We're on to you, motherfucker. <laughs> you brilliant, brilliant. Well, bastard. it makes sense. It's like the whole show is celebrating all sci-fi, so why not? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's why what not the show in. is. We want to take this time to thank you for supporting the Pulpery Podcast. We are available on all podcast platforms, so please follow us and turn on the downloads. You can always delete them later. If audio is not your thing, we are on YouTube. Check out our page and hit the subscribe button, like our episodes, and share with all your friends. Follow us on all the socials for our latest content and additional takes on the latest stories and news. If you need a change for your taste buds, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about the way you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need to rethink condiments. Help support an independent business by getting rid of your same old condiments and boss up with the goddamn sauces. wrestling world because apparently when you have a company merge with another company you need to lay off everyone yeah and it happened thursday oh what the layoffs or the merger final layoffs 
I think it was Thursday, and it wasn't like yeah, because we were talking about it last week, and it wasn't like a list. It they trickled them out. It was like so and so has been released, so and so has been released, so and so has been released, and then it got to people. We talked about Dolph Ziggler last week, yeah, and Mustafa Ali, like big Matt Riddle. Oh no! Yeah, that's like who else? There was another one. Like, big-name guys who are currently in storylines. So, now we get to the Vince McMahon maybe being forced out because of the investiga- the ongoing investigations, which I still do not understand how the merger or sale, did they get sold or did UFC and them merge? As far as I've heard, I mean, it sounds like a merge. That, right, me too. Yeah. Okay. But that um, might have been part of the deal, is that they they merged together and McMahon's got to go. Exactly. Because right now it's, he's still doing, I don't think he's fucking with like on-screen product or storylines or anything. Yeah. Maybe a phone call, but he's not at any of the events, but he is still the, what amounts to the CEO of former right. WWE. But so in merging, and then now they're going to have a new stock name. And he's selling all of his yeah. stocks. And you don't want, like, if you want that to continue to be profitable, you don't, you don't need, like, part of this is disassociation. Right. With, I would assume. Which, the whole point of the behavior, sale. yeah. Right. Which was, okay, I need to move on. But, and but he can just still clinging on to power. God, he sounds like somebody else I know. Well, but I mean, even from his standpoint, like, yeah, he sells he sells his shares in the company, makes billions of dollars, right? Puts that into a tr- you know, in under his so, kid's and, name. And just so I understand this, he sells his company, but he still owns all those shares, right? Yeah, that he can then turn around and sell, which is what he did. Yeah, or I mean, and I would think too. I mean, they may not force him to sell everything, but just make sure that he does not have a majority. Yeah, well, he can't have that. Well, if he had stock, yeah. Yeah. No, I think he got rid of everything. Like, well, i Like, yeah. almost liquidated all that shit. He's at the point, yeah, like, sell it all. Like, you know, keep keep a portion so you're not paying a bunch of taxes and then put that, like, with your kids back in the company. And then, and then that's your ploy of you manipulate from the shadows. Exactly. Yeah. Which is why his daughter, Stephanie basically said, go fuck yourself. I'm not here and I'm probably never coming back. And Triple H going... Huh? What? Hey, Sean. <laughs> hey, Sean. We got this motherfucker. So him and Shawn Michaels are running NXT and WWE. Don't don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, we'll get to sign people. But they have nothing to do with the whales. That is a company thing. Yeah. That was just, we need to trim some dead weight after this sale. I can't imagine though like Triple H is like, "No, we got to hang on to this like douche." A couple of um Dolph Ziggler. I like that guy's he's been there for 20 years. The only place he's been is like he sting in WCW. Yeah. Like he just never went anywhere. Yeah. He wasn't even I think he was homegrown. Like he went like Seth Rollins and all those cats, they were on the independent and stuff. I don't think Dolph Ziggler did. Yeah. But I mean that 
it seems interesting to me because two like uh, L.A. Knight's coming up more and organically. more organically. Yeah, but like he's his name is popping up yep. more and more. Um, if you you can go down a massive rabbit hole of L.A. Knight yeah. being in commercials and like a background character in a scene in this sitcom, there are thousands of them. But I could see from like Triple H's standpoint of like not objecting to a lot of the stuff of going like a either I didn't know what I was going to do with them yeah or like it's just dead weight like let's get rid of it. Let's, LA Knight is getting over organically. Like, yeah, it, that wasn't WWE pushing him. That they were just he was there. But now you have free space. Yep. To bring him up to the top of the mountain so to speak and if you get him rubbing shoulders with john cena at a pay-per-view like is rumored yeah even better yeah we need to write that down i'll have to text the wife (laughs) she'll uh she'll be stoked to hear that maybe we can get a girl's night out of that okay yeah um good news um Or, or you could just come over here and we watch it over here facts yeah um good news with the strike Tentative. Yeah, um, we're just gonna we're just gonna hard right turn that because there's no way to get to that. I mean, I could have went down the John Cena. My brain did the math. Yeah, like I could have went John Cena well, and then working act, shows. Actors are still on strike, so Cena still has. He's got to wait to find out on on that one, which is why yeah. he's still working shows. But this is if if the tentative agreement goes through for the Writers Guild. This would set the stage for the actors, like so. Because yeah, are the actors striking for anything, or they're just striking in favor of the writers? Uh, both. So um, they they are actually actively looking for right. So a better they're, deal in the uh, the collective bargaining agreements. Well, and it and both of them comes down to two key pieces, which is the uh, protection against AI. Okay. And and then, and the streaming residuals exactly. And I yeah, because there are guys out there saying, "I worked a series for Netflix." I mean, even people being like, "I was I was one of the stars on a number one show on one of the streaming services, and I got paid the same as the guy who was like in the background, like you know." Oh yeah, which right. is you know, pay pay to scale, but it's in saying like I we all you know we all got paid to scale for the production. But we got nothing for every for the millions of times that that was streamed. The millions of money that these streaming services are making. Which would I mean? So we take something that everybody's watched a couple times, like Stranger Things. That's where I was headed. Right. All those kid actors, they got paid up front, but they're not getting any. Like they might get like you know a a nickel. They're not getting residuals at all. Or they. yeah, they might or they might get a nickel or like two two cents for every time the show is streamed, but when when you look at it overall, yeah. like how much Netflix is making or how much these how many viewer how many eyeballs are on those streams? Like you look at social media is all about touches. Yeah, right. We know this. We do a podcast and we don't get enough. So tell everybody. Don't forget the like button, subscribe, <laughs> share, and comment down below. Um. Yes, we 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 get it. Well, and that's what or or in the. Well, so the, how I does mean, advertising come into that too? 
because you know these companies now, even the streaming companies, are getting paid advertising money. So that's the um, that was one of the things. Again, I I unfortunately am limited to like CNN at work. I knew you would get the, the read the gist. Of and it. one of their things was like, you know, how's this going to affect the cost at home? Because so in order to meet meet the demands, they might have to increase subscription costs. I bet and, they're in the green. Yeah, enough well, to. And we've talked about this part before, which is you got a company like Netflix who apparently at their uh, creative headquarters or you know whoever signs off on shows is just living in a pound of blow and yeah. it's like that sounds great do that do that do that do that and, and not just in this country like they have they're doing like a bunch of indian productions that's what i'm saying they Korean have production productions, productions yeah that are netflix exclusive in a bunch of countries right what was that one that i watched that was in german whereas and so if you like you you compare Apple TV to the Squid Game's a perfect example yeah. there. But Apple TV to Netflix. Netflix keeps doing like anything under the sun. Yep. And you got to pay 20 28 dollars now a month if you want, you know, like, you know, full streaming service. Apple is still what like $5 or or 4.99 a if, month. It, yeah, I mean if you have And they do the old HBO model. You have one series lead into another one lead into And their series just like HBO because it was a premium service back in the day. Yes, you had to pay extra on top of your cable just like we do today. Um that they went with quality right over quantity. Over quantity. Yeah. Yes, you leave your viewer wanting more, and I get the whole, like, we live in an instant gratification, five-second clips these days. I can't wait. Netflix kind of started that just episode dumping, series dumping. But just how much did these people, everybody love? But you have other services that are are tapping into that. AMC's been doing it on their TV forever. Paramount has been doing that. I mean, just... One like, series leads into yeah, another. they never dump all the Star Trek episodes at once. It's one, you, you got to wait a week, or and then they or don't you dump. act like an adult and you okay, I'll wait a month or I'll wait two months and then I'll, I'll sit watch down everything. And yeah, yeah, I'm there's enough content, yeah. or there there was enough content till they started fucking with this shit. Which has been I was trying to figure that out now the whole summer, right? Rider, yeah, Rider Strike has been on strike for three months. June. Yeah. Like late June into, you know, end of September, so. Oh, okay. I was on my, uh... But they did get, they did get higher residuals on streaming. Which they should. So, I, and pretty much they were, it's not, you know, exact, but it's the same concepts that the actors are asking for. So, if the writers get it, uh, then it's, it's assumed that once the writer's deal is done, then they're going to negotiate with the actors and the actors should get some comparable deal, yeah. you know, in terms of like percentage wise. Um, Residuals. Yeah. Just the same as the writers, the actors. The funny thing is now, like at the beginning of this, when everybody was like the director's guild signed off and, you know, oh, yeah, I forgot, quelled that. Now the Directors Guild is looking a little foolish and going like, if you had, if you had either threatened or you had held out, because I mean, you're still not making it, shit. It's it's so funny that they're called a guild. 
Yeah. I'm... It's like elven time. <laughs> Sorry, that's all I can think about. Is well, like... You know, when you live in Skyrim, you have to join one of the guilds. You do. But um... You need backup, <laughs> which is the whole point of a union. See, if we explain that to everyone, yeah, that like you need to join a, uh, a clan or a guild... Sorry, I was I went on a rant. Then people would understand how unions work. I think we're yeah. I mean yeah, you you I for some reason, yeah, you're right. Like there there's a more positive view of the writers guild and the actors guild versus the union the of uni- auto workers. Thank you. Yeah. That's where I was trying to head, but that's in the political part, yeah. so I'm just saving it. I'm yeah. Just, a guild sounds magical. It sounds amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> You have your own award show. Yes. In between the Globes and the Oscars. The SAGs. The Screen Actors Guild. Oh, my God. All these guilds. They should LARP. They should. Oh, my fucking Christ. I There you go. They need to create a Renaissance Festival with all of the guilds. Could be. I can create my own guild. I'm going to Renaissance Fest in October, so... There you go. I got a kilt for my anniversary. Interesting. I asked for it. <laughs> With, like, the whole, the like, whole, buckle and... Fuck, the, no, I don't need all that shit. The I purse got pockets goes on the there? side. No, mine's, oh, okay. mine's, like, more tactical. So that's just a Catholic schoolgirl skirt, then? Um, it's tactical. <laughs> tactical. Tactical kilt. It's not the drunk <laughs> kilt that the... 60-year-old men wear at the... the... Uh, we took 20 seconds to talk about The following Pulpery podcast is brought to you by The Goddamn Sauce. Go to thegdsauce.com for details to order all the sauces to replace your ordinary condiments. Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimmie on social media and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators.